Welcome back to another episode of Sales with Aslan, your weekly therapy session for those who sell for a living and those who help those who sell for a living. And, uh, you know, one other piece, Mr. Marcus, is um, we do put the ale in sales, don't we? Can't spell without it. Can't spell it without it. So today, I love this topic. We are going to, uh, we're going to hit coaching from a different angle. I think we've talked about coaching maybe 30, 40% of the first 100 episodes, I'd say, if I had to take a guess. Would you say that was about 30 to 40 episodes? I would. Or 30 to 40%. That's, that's the simple math. I love that kind of math. That's the good stuff. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think um, we've never talked about it from the perspective of the sales rep. In other words, we talk to the coaches when we're talking about sales coaching. But today I want to talk about sales coaching from the rep's perspective and why it's so important and uh, you should crave it. You should yearn for it. Do you yearn? I yearn. I sometimes often I, just I, often sit, I sit and, and yearn. yearn. <laughs> Seinfeld reference the first of the day. But first, before we get into that topic, what is that cold, frosty, and refreshing beverage in front of you? Uh, back off a little quick trip to Florida in the mm. sun, mm-hmm. and I happened to run across Longboard Island Lager by the Kona Brewing Company. I like the label. Not brewed in uh, Kona. Yeah, no, definitely not. Uh, they have a couple of restaurants I found out, big big controversy there. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's light kind of thing, 4.6 ABV, 20 IBU. All right. Getting ready to be less than 12 ounces. All right. <laughs> you're gonna give that a haircut to the ounces well Sorry, i couldn't wait as you know i'm i was in florida for a little while earlier in the year and i did bring a few of these back this is uh, the first time i've tried the destin brewery blood orange blonde ale mm. the can says this don't hassle me i'm local <laughs> <laughs> so be nice to your can exactly i love that it's a blood orange blonde, it will make you feel good, great, even wonderful, even though you're local. You're allowed to take a vacation. <laughs> so I am having the Don't Hassle Me, I'm Local 5.0 ABV Blood Orange Blonde by Destin Brewery. So cheers. Cheers. Mm. That is quite good. Quite good. All right. So let's talk about this from the perspective of the rep, you know, this whole concept of coaching, you know, we see lots of statistics out there. People are always saying the more time that sales reps and sales leaders spend together, the higher the achievement level of the rep is. And yet I don't know how much time we've spent or anybody spends talking to the reps about why they should be interested in it. Other than you're going to be a better sales rep if you spend more time with your sales manager. Yeah, I think that's valid. Uh, yeah. There's plenty of research out there. Uh, a couple things as you're as a sales rep to think about. You've probably had a, a variety of coaching experiences, good, bad, non-existent, mm. focused on the coach versus you. Uh, but, but I will say coaching is important. At the height of his career, when he was number one for years and years, Tiger Woods consistently spent the most hours with his golf coach. Mm-hmm. So yep. the most coached, you, know, you can decide if that what was cause and effect. Uh, I think about it as parents. You know, when we were kids, yeah. we probably didn't really like our parents to 
give us advice or tell us what to do. Just like, go away. You're old, and, you know, you have a flip phone. So how like, could you possibly know what I'm going through right now? Leave, you know, you were never my age. And, uh, you know, I've said sometimes to my son, Hey, it would be easier not to have, it would be easier for me right now to not have this conversation with you because it's hard and it's, you know, you're resistant, but the goal, you know, is, is about getting them better. So, so, uh, you know, we've talked about, I, I think there's three, I think there's three phases of coaching. There's before there's during the coaching session and then there's afterwards. And I thought maybe we'd break it down and talk about a couple pointers for sales reps that says next time one comes up, what can you do to get more out of that time? Yeah. And I think we talk so much about mindset, you know, in, in the way we think about things from a selling perspective and we've, I've, I would imagine if you're listening to this podcast, you're pretty convinced that that has something to do with your success with clients. Well, let's talk about it as it relates to the relationship you have with your sales leader. You know, this mindset shift to, I agree, this is good for me, not this is just another thing I got to do. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of thing, you know. I mean, I think there's two points to make before the coaching session. Yeah. One is embrace the goal. Yeah. Whether it's spoken whether it's, I mean, in, a, in our Catalyst program, we'll talk about lead with your motive. My motive as a manager to pull you aside as a rep and listen to calls or go on sales calls and coach you and give you feedback is to make you better. Hopefully, hopefully that's the other centered objective. But at the end of the day, that's true. The goal of the session is to talk about things that will, that will make you better. And there's a lot of ways that looks and a lot of coaching models, and we're not going to talk about those. But remember, if your manager wasn't interested, they just do nothing. They just would not spend any time with you. So whether you're a top performer, or an average performer, or slightly below the line, the manager is spending time because he or she wants you to, to do better and try to give some feedback. And, and then the second thing is don't put all the pressure on your sales manager to be the coach. You are your best coach. They are watching listening, observing one sales interaction out of every hundred or whatever that you have. Mm -hmm. You are the coach on the other 99. So, so don't just, don't just wait to be told. You know, I've, we've all done a lot of coaching I mean, at Aslan. I've done tons of coaching sessions with clients, sit there with the rep and a manager. And I watched the, the rep say, you know, where the manager says, well, you know, what do you think you could have done differently? I'm like, well, I don't know. Why don't you tell me? I mean, yeah, <laughs> that, that's not, this is, it's not what this is about. It's not someone just giving you a list that you nod your head to. It's, it's thinking and reflecting. Self-assessment is, is, is such a valuable skill of successful people. So to be able to go back and, and look at the, watch the film, some people would say. Yeah. Uh, that comes from a lot of things. I, I, I refer to football. I played high school football, black and white film. Yeah. Film. Yeah. In a reel, right? You know, and there'd be a clicker. Click, go forward, backward, forward, backward. And they'd watch you make the move and do the wrong thing. And there's 75 guys and coaches in the cafeteria at Paulsboro High School. Everyone sees exactly what you did wrong on Saturday afternoon. Exactly. exactly. That's watching film. So you're watching film and your ability to watch your own film, look at your own, listen to your calls, record your calls, reflect on your sales calls. You're the best coach. It's funny. I mean, I just, you just made me remember this, but it, it, I know this made an impact on this guy because we same thing, football. 
we used to call this guy bunny hop. And because every time, right, before, right as the snap went off, he would bunny hop before he, you know, when he made his first move. And he had no idea what we were talking about. And the coach finally showed him on the film, look, right at the snap of the ball, you bunny hop every yeah. time. And it costs you your speed to get to the hole, to fill the hole, because he was a linebacker. And it wasn't until he saw it, you know, on, on film that he realized this is a problem and why he was losing speed. And I think to the point, you know, this is where virtual selling actually has some advantages over face-to-face selling. Yeah. You can record your calls, right? So, so you can record your calls and review them yourself. You don't even need a coach for that. And then when you look at it with your coach, you've, you come with some, A, you're showing tremendous desire to improve. And that's something your coach will feel very good about, but you're also self-assessing before you even get there. So I think that's, that's, we'll talk about that more enduring, but the, in the before it's all about the mindset. It's all about embracing the goal. Now, Chris White works with us. Did you go to high school with Chris White? I did, but that we're, I'm not talking is, about Chris. Is he bunny hop? No, can, no, can, it's not bunny hop. Can we call that's him, different. can we call him bunny hop anyway? Just see if that sticks. <laughs> you can. Okay, on our next sales huddle, <laughs> I am going to call him Bunny Hop. See if he, he, he'll remember the story, I bet. Okay. I, I, don't, I shouldn't name the person because they may listen to this. I shouldn't name the person. That would okay. be embarrassing. <laughs> call in. If you're Bunny Hop, call in for a free beer, and you'll be a guest. <laughs> the impact of the film on me, yeah. Exactly. But no, it, 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 virtual, you're right, with virtual – just because, look, no one likes to listen to themselves and you especially don't like to watch yourself on a video. Mm-hmm. It's just not fun. Um, but when you do, so many things are revealed. And, and if you can do that and use these coaching sessions as a, as a way to get that started, it's, it, you, just, you, you are your best coach, period. And it's like when I listen to the podcast, I always ask you, does, does, is that what I really sound like? I mean, I, is my voice really that high? And you're like, yeah. That's what you sound like. That's what I ask you. I'm nasally. <laughs> All right. So that's the before. What about the during? What's going to happen during the call? It depends. You're, you know, you're, you, maybe you've traveled sometime soon. You'll travel somewhere and you'll go to a sales meeting or you'll listen to a call. You'll review something you've been doing. And then there's going to be some dialogue. Maybe mm-hmm. they'll say, "What do you? Th- how do you think you did? Or what do you think you did well? Or what do you?" They'll just start with, "What do you could improve?" Or who knows? It, those all takes those take lots of shapes and sizes. But at the end of the day, there's going to be a review of what happened. And what's what's easy? What, what I'm what I'm calling on is my experience as a coach and seeing what the reps do during the session that prevents them from getting the most out of the session. And one of the things I see reps do is focus on the customer Mm. versus themselves. In other words, well, the customer said this, well, the customer said that, well, well, we're not, we're not coaching the customer. I know all the customers don't behave well. And I know, you know, they're not all the (laughs) ideal customers. Right. Yeah. Uh, You know, focus on and, and, and both ways like the customer sometimes we ask terrible questions and the customers bail us out by giving us good information that we really don't deserve or earn vice versa sometimes we ask good questions and the customer is just having a bad day so we are focused on what the customer does it's an outcome type based assessment but let's remember to, to really focus on what you're doing well and what you're not doing well versus the customer mm-hmm. good good you know, it's funny. I, I do remember um, a conversation I had with our friend over at Aflac, Robert, uh, when he called into the show and, and we had a conversation and he talked about 
the idea of building you know, muscle memory. So some of this is just getting into the right habit. You just mentioned one, like focus on what you're doing, both positive and negative, and not anything else that's going on, you know, the customer and all that. So this, this idea of building muscle memory into your coaching sessions um, is a way for people just to think of that, you know, when you go to the gym, it's just building a habit. You're going to mm-hmm. go and you're going to do certain exercises and you're going to start to improve. So you got to, you got to get in the mindset and you got to do the things that help you get better. And that's focus on what you're doing, not what the customer is saying. Yeah, yeah that's true. I, and, I love. and I think so when you talk about focus, that's really the, the other thing that's important yeah. during the session is, is focus, pick something, pick one or two things there's on any sales call, there are tons of things that could be done better period by any rep, by any manager, by any time. You know, when I listen, when I'm, when I'm listening to a call with someone else, I'm writing tons of notes down as a manager. My role is to not tell the rep every single thing that they could have done better every single time. Cause that's just, that's overwhelming. It's bad for a bunch of reasons, yeah. right? We can talk about all the things that went well, but we don't want to just sort of say, hey, you should have done this, you could have done that. So, so as a manager, I want to, simple to simplify it to one or two things. However, as a rep, you may get a manager who gives you all 18 things. And it's True. fine to write that down and it's fine to fish through those. But, but you're doing everyone, you and your manager, a disservice if you don't pick one or two things to work on because what's the expectation the expectation is that you're going to leave and you're going to improve these things for the next session and when you come back and don't improve or don't do anything different then that's demotivating to the manager i mean the manager does want to see you improve absolutely it's like we, we do this in our daily lives you write down you know 20 i'm guilty we have 20 things on my to-do list i'm going to get four done today why do i write down 20 i don't know yeah so same thing. If you write down too many things, you're, you're not going to do them. Pick one or two most important things. You prioritize them. Ask your manager to prioritize them. Ask, you know, hey, what do you think are really the one or two that really should be my immediate focus? And make sure you, you don't get lost or distracted by all the other things. You, you read them, review them, and then move on. If they're a problem, they'll show back up. Yeah. And if they're not a problem... They won't, but pick the things that really have the biggest impact on the conversation. Pick the things that you know you do over and over again that have impact on your relationship, your ability to advance sales or to get customers open or all the things we talk about. And I love this because this is why I call, this is such a team, team effort, right? Because, you know, I know in our Catalyst program, we do teach sales leaders to focus on one thing, but let's just assume there are a few people out there that haven't been through Catalyst and they're sales leaders. I mean, that could happen, right? There could... There could Ooh. be one or two. I'm sorry. We'll, we'll pr- let's pray for them, should we? We should pray for them. Um, but, but if they don't come up, if they do kind of throw, show up and throw up and give you 10 or 12 things that they noticed, maybe you as the sales rep can say, you know, this, this is all really useful, but in order to, you know, functionally improve some of this, why don't we just pick one for the next couple of weeks? You can take that lead. You can be the bigger person and really drive the focus if the sales leader is not able to. And together you'll get into a rhythm and build the habit and the muscle memory that you need to. Is that why you said that to me the other day when you said, uh, hey, can, can, we, can we just pick one thing? Was I, was I giving you too much constructive criticism? Yeah, because I podcast? shut off after the 10th. The, 10 is my limit. I can't accept more than the, the 10, the 10 pack. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So that's a couple things. Is there a third thing in the during? Well, I think um, we use the word embrace. Yeah. You know, it's you have to believe. You have to embrace and believe and internalize the gap. So if there's one or two things that you're going to go work on, it, it has to be something that you see versus something you uh, what's the right word? You kind of agree to you. Uh, yeah. Humor the go man. along to get yeah, along. Yeah. Yeah. I'll work on that. Yeah. yeah. But, but you know what that is. I don't know. You know, it's BS. Oh yeah. I go through that with you all the time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. I'll get after that. Yeah. yeah exactly. Solve that. That's going to uh -huh. happen. I'm going to write now, that down. Do you embrace that particular thing? Do you think that could be better? Do you think, that if you if you got better it would improve your results which is what we're all about and and is it is it is it something you're you're going to go work on if it's not stop now is the time to stop not hope it goes away you know don't sacrifice don't don't seek short-term peace and and cause long-term pain in other words don't just make this conversation easy i don't really know what they're talking about i don't really agree I'm just going to ignore it and hope it goes away. And we'll keep coming back. Hey, how about, you know, if you, you, know, you think as an example, you think you ask good questions, but maybe you, your manager says uh, your questions were all closed. They were very, they weren't open. They weren't getting them to really talk. And it's on your list, but you don't believe it. If, if you don't do anything and you keep asking the same questions, it, it's going to come back and be a difficult conversation and it's going to be even harder. So now the time that says, I, I hear what you're saying and I get it, but I, I don't, I don't yet understand or see that my questions aren't effective. Can you I, help I like me that. an example or whatever? I don't know. You know. Well, you said, I don't yet understand. So you're yeah. open, you're open to, to trying to understand, but you don't yet understand. I think that's, I think, you know, it, it, this all for me comes back to motive, right? If, if, if the coach is saying, and you trust them that they want to help you get better, and you're saying, I do want to improve, and you both have the right motive, in other words, you're not lying to one another, then you should be able to have that conversation in a very real way that, you know, Mark, I appreciate what you just said, but I don't, I don't necessarily see it the same way. Maybe you can give me other examples, or maybe you can, you know, help me understand that to a better level. Because right now, I, do, I, I don't see that as a top five problem I have. And, and we should be able to talk about that. And at some point you may get frustrated with me not seeing it, but at least we can, we can dialogue about it. And maybe when you say, you know, I don't see this as a top five problem, maybe the managers say, what, what are your top five problems? And maybe we'll talk about those. Yeah. Yep. E either way, it's, it's not about who's right or who's wrong. And, and we can't speak to every single manager that you have. I mean, there, there, there's a reality, consider the source. And, yeah. and, you know, we talk about people's influence comes from trust, credibility, and rapport. Do you have that baseline? Then you have that foundation of those things with that person. And, and maybe, maybe you just don't see them as credible. I mean, we can't change all those things. We have to hope that the motive is pure. We have to put faith that an outsider looking in to help you might have some feedback. But maybe it's not correct. Regardless, here's the point. Do not leave accepting feedback that you don't believe or mm -hmm. embrace or it's, agree it's really with. good yeah because there are i mean we back when we were at apc and you know there there are other coaches and there are other leaders and you can always sometimes there's just a bad chemi chemical fit chemistry fit mm -hmm. between certain people and so 
you know, by ignoring it and hoping it goes away, someone's going to wind up upset, right? Yeah. If you have the discussion and recognize that you're just not on the same page, maybe there's something else that can be done. Someone else could be your mentor, so on and so forth. So and maybe uh, it's another session. Maybe you agree to listen to another call or yeah. whatever it is. Just your line. If you say, yeah, I'm going to, I agree with that. And you don't, that's don't lie. Just don't yeah. lie. Your word is your bond. Exactly. All right. So we've covered the before the during that leaves one thing left. I can't remember what it's called. It's probably not before. It's not before not during. It's not during what Pick. comes, what comes after that? I, what comes oh, after a beer? I'd say a oh. Manhattan. It's like, well, you have me way late by the way. I'm Bourbon. way, way after hours here. I know. I know. Well, we work hard here at Aslan. We just keep, you know, keep the, keep the oil burning all night long. All right, let's get to the after and let's get these people on their way. Okay, do something. So the after is, uh, this is probably the number one problem with coaching sessions. Yeah. Coach, we, we, we have a good goal and we share and we get focused on what the person, the rep does and pick one or two things and they believe it. And I'll go back to my hypothetical open question example. And everybody agrees, yeah, God, I ask bad questions. I need to ask more open questions. And if I could ask better open questions, I'd have more dialogue. I'd learn more information. I'd make better presentations. I'd win more business. I'd make more money. I'd retire early. Should I continue? Or is, is that? No, that's, that? that's, I mean, you've taken it out a yeah. notch or two. Yeah. So exponentially, we all agree. Open questions is the key. And then the sessions end. I mean, just terribly. They just end with this, like, well, I'm really going to, work on my questions. I'm really going to keep that in mind. We should really do that. I mean, you know, it's, it's like, you know, spending a, your first date, not asking him for a second date, or it's mm. like, it's like not, it's, it's a bad close with a customer. I mean, you, you go through a customer, you take them all the way to the end. You don't, well, Hey, just, you know, Hey, think about what I said. You, you finished a great presentation with a customer. Imagine saying, well, Hey, think about what I said. And you know, Get back to me when you get a chance. Take her easy. <laughs> Have a Kona. Have a Kona longboard logger. Yeah. Want to go out for dinner? Good. Back when you could go out uh, for dinner with a customer. Do something. <clears throat> Again, hopefully your manager has been through catalyst training and knows that their job is to wrap it up into what's called a developmental activity. Fancy word for an ugly word called homework. <laughs> do something. Yeah. So if, for example, instead you're, 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 gap is asking open questions don't just think about it write down open questions mm -hmm. ask those open questions with your next customer at the end of that call review how many questions you asked what happened build a discovery roadmap go talk to ask your manager who do you think does ask good open questions yeah, on our good. team yeah john asked good questions great I'm going to go spend time with John listening to calls, talking to John. And there's a hundred things. Go Google Aslan blog for whatever thing that you're working on. And you will find things to help you po blogs, podcasts, YouTubes, whatever, and go do something that helps you improve. Take action. Yeah. That's, that's so important. And, and I, I think we've said this on previous podcasts that, you know, Nobody's good at everything, but everyone around you is good at something. That's fair. And, That's and, fair. and so like when, when you're at that okay corral moment where you're trying to solve something that, you know, you don't do as well as you'd like, or your coach and you agree, you don't do as well as you'd like to. There are people that are very good at that. And I love the idea of, 
you know, the team sport being beyond just you and your, your sales leader. Yep. It's, it's your whole team, right? It's other departments. There's other people that are good at these things. So seek them out and, and, uh, and ask for their help because everybody wants uh, the company to do well. So they would in theory want you to do well. Uh, so anything else for our folks as we uh, drain the last drops of this wonderful beverage? Nope. I would say, uh, you know, this is all about what to do when you're being coached. What happens if you're not being coached? Uh, no, that's true. Yeah. You know, so uh, you bang the table. You know, you could ask. You could ask. You could ask. Hey, sometimes you know. And and by the way, it it doesn't have to be your sales manager to be a good coach. It can That's be just true. another sales rep. Yeah, yeah. You could seek the truth. It's the last step. Another centered, right? Decide, choose, serve, seek. Seek the truth. Seek good. Good people want to know how they're doing. They want that feedback. So ask somebody. Ask. That's, here's a, here's a crazy idea. Ask your customer. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't hang up the phone and ask him how I did, but maybe no. at some point say, you know, how was the sales process? That kind of thing. So very interesting. Very interesting. We'll see if any of it, if you guys have any comments on this, certainly feel free to drop them down when you're looking at this post on LinkedIn or wherever else we want you to get out there and share the podcast uh, with your friends, download it and subscribe to it. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. And we look forward to seeing you in another week on sales with Aslan.